0: Welcome to the Be Ready for the Moment Long podcast. Radio. Welcome to the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. This podcast is powered by Power 104 FM and Power 98.5. Today, our show sponsors are here by Shaylin and Moreno BHV, the number one sparkling champagne in the country right now. Today, we have Shereen Crutchfield, Hollywood A-lister, TV actress, business mogul, mother, <laughs> and the whole now words can't even explain. That's been on everything from Steve Harvey to all kind of put movies with infamous Tretch. I want to welcome Miss Shireen Crushfield to the show.
1: Hi, Shireen. Thank Hi. you for coming to thank the show. You. Oh, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, you know, it's it's always. A pleasure and an honor working with people that have been so productive throughout their career. And I don't want to go too too far back, but you know, you. Uh-huh. But like your resume is just phenomenal. I mean, from it's like it seems like from from the beginning up until now, you've done nothing but work and progress and, and just pursue your dreams. So, um, just on the first part of the interview, like, why to you tell everybody as far as, um, as far as just your start. And kind of fast forward to where we are now, kind of like in the middle when it comes to the music.
1: Okay, well, um, I have been working a long time. I had my first start way back in high school. I was a dancer on Soul Train. From there, I met two wonderful young ladies at the time, Joyce and DeMonica, and we and we formed a group called The Good Girls on Motown Records. That was a blast. Um Halfway through through that project, I started modeling. My first job was Seventeen Magazine, cover with Will Smith, so I got to meet him and work with him. All right. And just, yeah, just been, you know, just bouncing through the entertainment industry. I Like I said, I model, I do commercials, I act, and it's just been a real blessing, man. I just, I just love to work, so I just keep working, and I'm back to music.
0: <laughs> All right. Now... One of the things that, like, our research team saw was, like, the biggest stars are on Seventeen Magazine. I mean, Whitney Houston's been on there. And then we saw the cover of, like, you and Will Smith. Like, what was that experience like? You know, because that's a big thing to be on. Seventeen is, like, the magazine that really launches the careers of tomorrow's superstars. So kind of talk about that a little bit.
1: Well, um, like I said, that was actually my first modeling job and I was in the music industry and just switching over to a new field can be, you know, it can be a little bit scary, you know, just trying to get comfortable in a new area and to land that just gave me some confidence, you know, to just keep going. I'm like, okay, God, I'm on the right path, so I'm going to keep going with this and, um, it was a lot of fun. He was really nice. He was a little bit shy at the time, <laughs> and right. the funny thing was he had he had just married Sheree, a woman named Cherie. that's his yeah, first yeah, wife and my yes. name is Shereen, just put an n on it, and everyone my, like my friends were like, "Did you marry Will Smith?" And I'm like, "No, that's not me. I would have told you if I married will Smith, so um <laughs> it was cool, though I had a good time
0: now, backing up a little bit um and then and then and then, like we're gonna go back to your first group, but I, well, I guess we can start, like, with the group. Now, a lot, some people know, a lot of people know, and then there's an audience that doesn't know, but you in a group, the Good Girls, back on Motown Records um, in the mm-hmm. 90s, and, and, like, you sang Lee on some of their biggest hits. Kind of expound on, because that was a different time back in the 80s and 90s as far as, like, um, being a group and being black and being, Hollywood. Kind of talk a bit briefly about that experience and how did that all, you know, take shape?
1: Well, I will say that for me, with the group, it was it was um, it was kind of different. We were all very young. We were just fresh out of high school, so to go from high school into uh, you know a major record deal and have your song played on the radio. That's like, you know, that's kind of mind-blowing. So, it was right. just a lot of fun. We had such a good time. We were really good friends and it was it was a lot of fun. We were like kids. So, you've got three kids on the road and you're meeting all these people, Heavy D and, you know, just, you know, uh boys to men new edition just everybody. We went on tour with new kids on the block. It was a really fun time and um you know i wouldn't I wouldn't trade it for anything, but like I said you know we were we were just three three young girls having a good time, so it was it was a really special a really special time for us
0: right now has singing always been i guess like your first passion, or was
1: it something else? well, I'm gonna say I think um, I think singing and acting probably an in equal an equal amount of um favoritism for me on, on those two things Um, you know I, I didn't actually know that this was going to happen I didn't actually say hey you know what I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a singer and I'm going to be an actress Um, you know I was just in, in school and it just kind of happened I, I grew up in Massachusetts so then coming over to LA in, mm-hmm. in Southern California that whole area that whole town is just it's it's Hollywood you know and you meet people and you see people like you could just be shopping or at the grocery store and oh there's Hillary Swank or you know it's, they're just everywhere so you kind of get it kind of um it's just around you and like I said I I had I ended up on Soul Train as a dancer cuz one of my girlfriends was on Soul Train and I'm in I'm in uh, I'm a sophomore in high school and, and you don't think about being 15 and being on Soul Train but I love to dance you know, I'm going to say dancing. <laughs> dancing was probably my first love. So um, I was I was dancing in a dance group, and we just happened to get invited onto Soul Train, and that's, that's pretty much where it all started. You just kind of fall into it. The atmosphere is, is rich with entertainment in Los Angeles. So it just kind of it happened, and, and I'm like, oh, wow. You know, some things you stumble upon. You stumble upon the purpose sometimes, and you don't even realize it. So I think I mean, that's what happened to me.
0: Right. So let's talk about this because the Be Ready for the Moment podcast, you know, showcases mm-hmm. Hollywood stars, indie artists, um, A&R executives, Hollywood executives, TV people, so we have a little bit of everybody on the show. And, you know, we have a lot of people listening in for, you know, you know, for for clues and for information. Let's talk about briefly, when you were in that group um, early mm-hmm. on, uh, from from a business perspective, because I'm sure those same business principles apply today. Like, what type of business experience or things did you go through early on that still benefit you right now as you maneuver? Because you're still relevant in this game.
1: Thank you. Um, well, I will say that um, during that time, I was just a child. And I was just, you know, basically just having a good time. So for me now, it's it um, hmm. for me now, it just really, it really. Uh, I think the most important thing is to be an active part of the business. Back then, I was not an active part of the business. I did my part, which was to sing and dance and do my interviews and you know sign the autographs and go to schools and talk to people, and that was what I did. And other people were taking care of the business and as a, a minor, pretty much, that's pretty much where I was supposed to be, but it would have benefited me more to have been uh an active part in the business. So now, you know, things have changed. I'm an adult and I have more I have more experiences, you know, in, in different areas. So I think the 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 business part is really important and to get involved in not only your creative side but also your business side and make sure that you you know you have a good team surrounding you. I think that's I think that's the most important part having people around around you that you trust and people who are smarter than you. You can't do everything by yourself. So know know your strengths, know your weaknesses and pad yourself up on your weaknesses. Get some people in there that know stuff that you don't know. You know, so that's right. basically yeah, you got to do that.
0: Okay. Now let's kind of fast forward just a little bit. Now you work with, you know, Giorgio Armani, Calvin Klein, Chanel.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you work
0: with some, and you work with huge companies, and you were kind of one of the, the trailblazers when, when it, as it pertains to young black, sophisticated, beautiful, educated women in, in that market, because you got the Tyler mm-hmm. Banks, and you got the Naomi Campbell. Mm-hmm. And then, right. and then, you have yourself. But even though you know the top Banks and the Naomi Campbells had huge platforms, you had huge platforms too. Talk, talk briefly about some of the challenging, some of the challenges that were there in those moments, because I know it wasn't all peaches and cream. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To be in that yeah. world, and, and especially when you're when you're a model, because you always mm-hmm. every every type of Business has a stereotype to it. models have a stereotype race a stereotype. So, what was it like at that moment? Because you were at the thick of things at a in, in a small
1: pool. Right. Well, um, you know, modeling. There's there's good and bad in in every industry. And um, the wonderful thing about modeling is you get to travel. You get to meet wonderful people that you would have never met. You get to work with great designers great photographers, a lot of creative people. And um, I think that it can be a bit isolating. Um, and and you do start very young in the modeling industry, you know, like 12, 13, 14, that would be like, you know, a really good time to start. And at those ages, not everyone can afford to have a parent go with them. And I would see other models who – did have a parent by their side and I was like oh that's really cool I didn't you know I was older obviously I didn't start when I was uh-huh. 14 but, but it's it was nice when I got to see other models who were able to have someone right by their side looking out for them you know you have to travel to other countries and basically uh, you have to support yourself and you just have to figure it out and that's what I did and, and it was a it was a great learning experience for me and you know some markets you get to Um, they kind of don't want black girls or black people. And you just kind of have to just keep going and put yourself out there and grit your teeth. And, you know, you believe in yourself. So it's just about taking that next step and, and, you know, knocking on on every door you can get your little fist on and just keep going. So um, that's basically what happened. You know, you see Tyra and she – she did the modeling thing, and she went on and did her talk show and America's Next Top Model and uh, movies and all these other things. So the door is open for us, you know. It's open to just you just keep going no matter who doesn't want you. There's always going to be someone who does want you, and, and you know, you want yourself, so keep going. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, let's kind of segue into some of your TV stuff. So you know, mm-hmm. like your Steve Harvey type experiences and stuff like that. I mean, like what was that like? Once you once you kind of transition over from modeling to TV, and then you was on major platforms like the Steve Harvey Show and then other shows, mm-hmm. and then you were in movies as well. Kind of talk mm-hmm. about your acting career, so people can really get familiar with that.
1: Okay. Well, um, I was blessed to be able to do you know a lot of shows and work with a lot of people. You know Jamie Fox and and Steve Harvey and John Lithgow. I worked with Gina Davis. And um, as I said in in Los Angeles, these are the things that are that are open to you. And once you, you know, I was able to um, go from the modeling into commercials, and then into commercials. Well, let's see how you do with maybe one or two lines on Seinfeld. That was that was probably my mm-hmm. my my Seinfeld episode was where I said, you know what, I really like this. I'm going to do this. And um, Jerry Seinfeld was very encouraging um, to me. And, you know, that kind of gives you some confidence. So, you know, you keep going. But um, uh, actually House Party 3 <laughs> was my first Yeah, House Party job. 3 was a big movie. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, that whole so franchise
0: was big. The whole House Party yeah. franchise was big, you know. All. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just what they started with. It was kind of a it was a very much of a iconic type of franchise, so definitely. So you've had your yeah. teeth into some really big projects over the years. Now, as far as the music, you're back in the mm-hmm. music business. Um, right. You got your new singles. What made you push that button again? Because, you know, you've had so much success. You have, a, you know, you've continued to have a great career. You know, you're very relevant. Um, you got different things going on. Just talking about the music per se. Yeah. What made you push that button again and want to get back out to again
1: musical? Um, let me see. I I kinda took some time off. I have a family, I have children. And mm-hmm. I think that after my last baby, I don't know, I'm I'm not exactly sure what sparked music back up in me, but um, But I, I love music, and so I guess I I didn't really leave. Like, I was doing some things, but not anything like I'm going to really, you know, go for it. But I think just just this season in my life, I was like, okay, now is the time, you know, that, that you really just want to go for it. Like, I never totally, totally left, but I was just doing other things. So it's like,
0: right.
1: yeah, you know, so I just kind of, I don't know, I just kind of got back into it. And I met up with some people um, that that I could write really well with. Ricky Jones, he was also in a group on um, Motown at the same time I was with the same manager, and we started writing together, and they were just popping. And, um, mm-hmm. and my, yeah, my first single, What's Better Than Love, we, we went out to Atlanta and recorded that with a producer named Keith Andes and Byron sure. Woodard. And, um, you know, I was like, I just kind of fell in love with that. I almost started to just, you know, to just write. But um, I don't know. I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> no, that's good. that's good. Listen,
0: you know, I mean, sometimes a spark just could be something from the past. It could be just you getting back in that driver's seat again. You know, that's the thing about music. Yeah. You know, music is emotional, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that there's been different things that have driven you certain points musically. Um, I know per se, you know, that that's one thing about, you know, these indie artists. And just, uh-huh. just all the new young artists, period. They have so much passion, you know, and I think yeah. with your music, um, you hear a lot of passion in your music. Now, as of right now, you have your singles out. And are you looking to put out a full length album? Or are you gonna do a single by single? Um, are you on a label? Like what is more so your music position right now? Uh
1: I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go ahead and do a full album. Okay. I think so. Good. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm getting back into acting again too. And at the same time is, well, I'm still modeling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, right. ah Election like work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: definitely, definitely. Well, I mean, that's the great thing about about you, because you are a triple threat. You can act, um, you can model and you can sing and these have been, you know, because of your God given talent, these are things that have been instilled within you. So you're still using those things to your advantage. What's some of the new projects that you have going on right now outside of music that you can share? I know maybe some things are, you know, private, but, like, well, what are some projects right now that you're working on or some things that you want to work on, per se? Um,
1: oh, wow. Um. You know what? I'm trying to get on Empire. I just want Cookie to just curse me out one good time on Empire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll <I'm> just get out <laughs> That'll be fun, though. Well,
0: Lee, dang, if you hear that, Lee? you want to be on okay. Empire.
1: Everybody wants yeah. to get that part. Everybody
0: wants
1: to yeah. And the shooting no, season
0: just... two right now. They are actually shooting right now season two. Oh okay.
1: can get on that? no, I'm just kidding. Um no, I'm just I'm I'm really just going step by step. Um I just did a Jeep commercial. So, I mean, you know, it's just step by step and there's some there's some stuff on the table but when the details are like really figured out, then then I'll be able to I'll be able to share more.
0: Mm-hmm. Things no, are getting right. worked out. <laughs> Would you ever consider maybe producing your own TV series or anything like that? Because it seems like with all your experience and not only that, but all your success that you've had throughout the years with acting and singing, you've been around Hollywood for so long. I mean, you've been around Hollywood for for a minute in a positive mm-hmm. way. So, do you think that you, you know, whatever possessed the passion to what maybe want to write your own TV series.
1: Um, absolutely, I do consider myself a writer. So, um, I love movies. I love um, fleshing stories out. So, I, I, that will definitely be something that I'll be doing. Um, and books as well. You know, writing songs, movies, books, all of that. So, just you know, it's little by little, step by step, and just you know, make it happen. But um, for sure. For sure, that's something that that will be happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. I mean, because I know that there's different opportunities out there, and I know what mm-hmm. a person, you know, uh, of your talent and the team, because you have a great management team around you, by the way. We definitely. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. We shout out, you know, Stephanie Jordan. <laughs> definitely. Um, hey, you know, Stephanie. You, got man- <laughs> you know, you got a great management team around you, but definitely, I know mm-hmm. that, you know with all this streaming cable and people are doing their own webisodes and shows, I just can see that happening with you because I think you have the mindset and shows like Empire, I wish to go go back a little bit. Shows like Empire really showcases that there still always have been strong black and my well just not only black, but just great you know, a, a wide mix of talent out there from all races. You know what I'm saying? Like That's which is true. a business, you know. Definitely. So, that's you know, true. whatever so, you know, definitely we need it. Now, going back to the music.
1: Mm-hmm. Right
0: now, what are the two singles that you're pushing right now on radio right now?
1: Oh, my first single is What's Better Than Love and the one that um that's really going right now is Go Get 'em. Go, go get 'em yeah.
0: Talk about mm-hmm. the record talk a little bit about go get 'em as far as um because we have like um, we have a lot of people listening tonight that are in music, like instance, we, we have a, a great group um, out of uh, I Am Studios. They do great music. Uh, mm-hmm. Jose Santana's team. They do great music. Now, from an aspect of the recording process and, and the mindset and the theme behind "Go Get 'Em." Talk about that. What is "Go Get 'Em" about? You know, like what kind of writing perspective? You know, did you take to that song? Just to whole on?
1: Okay. Well, um, this this song was written by written and produced by a producer called Alias One, out here in in Southern California. And I was um, blessed to be able to. Hm? No, go ahead. I didn't oh, no. okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> blessed to be able to work with him, and um, I just thought it was a really great song. And and um, it's about this. I'm actually talking to my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend, because she kind of let him go. She kind of dropped the ball on him. He's a really good guy. He may not have a, a billion dollars in the bank, but he's a hard-working man, and he gets up early. He puts his work in every day. And, you know, um, I'm just, like, cheering him on for for that, oh. for um, the good man that he is. It kind of reminds me of, uh, remember that song, Denise Williams, let Care for the Boy? Oh,
0: that? come on. That
1: was classic. You know.
0: Man. Yeah, that was classical. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, so it's you know, it's about it's about giving credit where credit's due. You got a good man, you know, you gotta support him and, and love him and appreciate all the hard work that he does for you and for you know, for your family. So don't throw a good man away. That's what it's about. <laughs>
0: Right, well, I think everybody <laughs> can agree that that goes both ways. Don't don't throw good men away. Don't don't throw a good woman away. Cause That's right. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. you know, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, as regards to the music itself, now you're back on the music scene, strong. Um, even know, you've had um a, a lot of history with music. What is your feeling about the music industry today, as it stands to sales and reception and the approach, should I go with a small venue, should I go a big venue, streaming services? I mean there's so much going. Jay-Z just dropped a new streaming service today. You know, just edges mm. just, edges it just, it just everything. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, from an aspect mm-hmm. of just what you think you are with music and and how you plan on. I guess what I'm asking is what is your marketing strategy that you want to, you know, uh, you know, take with this with these new records that you have?
1: Well, you know what? I'm just going to be honest with you. I am a student right now. Um, all these the new changes in technology and all the advancements that have been going on, all the different platforms and avenues for music to get played, the streaming, and the, just right. all the different all the different ways that things can be disseminated across the entire world at the same time. It's um, I think it's great. I think it's great, and and like I said, I'm a student. I'm learning right now. You know, I've got a good team behind me, and I'm going to do my part, and I'm going to sit back in the classroom and learn as we go. You know, I think um, there's a lot of opportunities for everybody now. There's, you know, YouTube and and, um, all the indie avenues, and people can really Mm -hmm. showcase their talent and get their creativity out there Across the entire world, and you don't have to go the traditional route that that we had to, you know, 20 years ago. You know, there's a lot more, there's a lot more opportunities. So I think that's a good thing. And you know, there's there's good and bad in everything. And I'm just gonna I'll leave it at that. But I, but I think now, it's good, and then we're advancing. Okay, now let me ask you this: um,
0: intimacy <laughs> is is very important when it comes to. And watch the intimacy, I mean between the artist and the audience as far as getting to know them. Now, a lot of people know you. A lot of people don't. Right. it pertains to that. Now, um, webisodes, you know, apps like Hang With that allow you to basically, you know, Hang With is an app that allows you to just have a virtual Twitter. All your followers can hang with you. If you're going to the mall, you want to live stream from your phone. Now, these are avenues that, Celebrity, I mean, social media basically is huge. That's a big thing mm-hmm. with us because to us, yeah. you know, if you don't have a social media platform, no one's going to because the nightclub is just like social media now. That's where everybody go get information, just like we tweet about mm-hmm. you every single day, <laughs> you know, yeah. twenty thirty times a day. You know, we want people to know she's here, she's here, she's uh-huh. here, she's here, she's here, yeah. and people retweeting. So my thing is how do you feel about Doing things in the social media realm to get reacquainted and to to meet new fans and 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 infiltrate a new audience because your music is your music, you can't take away the voice for sure, but definitely right. um for you know new consumers that do not know you um are you you know do you feel like it's necessary to like you know open up your life a little bit or maybe get you know heavy on the Facebook or heavy on the Twitter? Or like apps like hang with that allow you to, you know, to like stream live and stuff like that.
1: It is important. Um, people, you know, w- w- our human nature says I want to know what you're doing, and um, and it's it's flattering for for people to want to know what I'm doing or what you're doing, you know. So you gotta you gotta be you gotta be there. You gotta be on it, and I think it's a good thing. Uh, we all have, you know, just. We all have shared experiences that you know you can relate to me. Maybe not everybody can relate to me, but there's a lot of people that can relate to me. And um, you know, you you share your experiences with each other. You get to touch people across the world. I think it's right. I think it's very important. It's just like the human experience, you know. And um,
0: now, so ahead. You know,
1: that's okay. i just I just think it's important. So
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're on Twitter
1: uh-huh.
0: for sure. And what is your Instagram handle? Are you Shireen on Instagram?
1: Crutch. I am. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just it's either Shireen Crutch or Shireen Crutch. Yeah, I don't know which one. It's one of those. <laughs> okay. I'm on there.
0: <laughs> I know, no, because you know, I definitely want all the all of the listeners know how to find you on Instagram. Because, like, uh, are you pretty active on Instagram? Um. Uh...
1: A little, a little. Oh, I need yeah. to get. I need to take more pictures. I'm not real into selfies. I feel self conscious, so I'm not a real big selfie person. <laughs> you know, know I'm what? So good it, taking pictures of myself It's weird to me. Well, not so
0: much the selfies. It's just like you said earlier. Just people want to get a small snapshot, just of just like um of what it's like to be in your world, because mm-hmm. you know you have lived and you are living a different lifestyle than the average person that just sits back and watches you. So most people yeah. have never been on the cover with a Will Smith or work with Calvin Klein, work with Chanel, work with Georgia Amaya, have those relationships, yeah. you, just, you know, go down that list. So, you know, Instagram is it's the fastest growing, the most interactive. Well, no, Twitter is, but Instagram is yeah. huge, and especially for someone like yourself, who's very attractive, you know what I'm saying I mean you know back yeah, then, yeah. you know people well people will try to always get a lot of followers anyway, not, they don't even say nothing. you know they always <laughs> get a lot of followers, but you know, I just think it's important for artists to be socially active because it only fuels mm-hmm. people to want to be a part. I think that's what the you know that's what this day and age is about when it comes to a certain audience. I don't think Aretha Franklin yeah. has to be too active on Instagram. You know, because I think right. she has her own crowd forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like her crowd kind of graduated. But I think social media is important, and um, I want people to be able to find you on Twitter. So what's your Twitter handle?
1: It's Shireen Crutch. S-H-I-R-E-E-N-C-R-U-T-C-H.
0: Okay, everybody got that. Can you say that one more time for the listeners?
1: Uh-huh. It's Shireen Crutch, S H I R E E N C R U T C H F I E L D. Shireen Crutchfield. It's my whole name. I'm sorry. Got it. I said Shireen Crutch. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> okay. Is that like Instagram or, or is that Twitter? <laughs> That's my Instagram. The Twitter is probably the same though. I try. To, I, yeah, I try to make it easy for myself. No
0: problem. No Shireen problem. H-E-L-D. Now as for okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no problem now, as far as um business wise like um mm-hmm. are you have you have you formed an entertainment company that you're taking on more acts or are you just doing this all solo are, are you looking to you know maybe sign new artists or anything like that or are you just doing strictly focusing on just your craft and just should you
1: yeah right now I'm just focusing on 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 myself and um my particular project, and um, I do, I am writing songs that I will shoot out to other people, but um, as far as uh, entertainment company, I haven't formed haven't that yet, but I, I do not put it past me. That's probably something that will happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as mm-hmm.
0: your writing, let's just kind of talk about your writing. Now, not not to say describe your writing style, but when you do write, What's one of the – because, you know, like we have different writers that are listening tonight. When you Mm -hmm. write, what perspective – what's some of the core principles that you try to pull from when you do write, you know? Because I know know every Mm -hmm. writer has their own, like, unique type of style or flavor, like like, what do you like to pull from, like, when you do write?
1: Well, um, basically just life experience, things that I've been through, uh, love would be at the top of the list, topic-wise. And then just, um, you know, I, I listen to the music and I kind of let that navigate the direction of the lyrics. And, you know, I have to speak about the things that I've been through because that's what that's what's going to come across as genuine and real. So basically pull from life experience and, and let the mm-hmm. music, yeah, put, put both those two together. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Now, as for, from a musical perspective, like which artist, and we'll go back to front. We'll go front to back. When you listen to music today, R and B wise or rap, like what's some of the artists, younger audience or the artists of today that you gravitate to? Like what's some music that has said, you know what? I like that sound. I like that person. I like, you know, they sound like like which which artist, uh, you know, will, could you highlight and say, I like that sound.
1: Um, I will start off by saying I'm real old school, real old gotcha. school. So I love, I love, I love the old school people, but, um, I really like, um, I think Bruno Mars is real creative. That town funk is, you know, super great. That's in super. there. Yeah. Yeah. I really like John Legend. I have a great respect for Taylor Swift. I have a great respect for Beyonce, Rihanna. Um Adele um there's so many um i'll I'll say I'll say those people I know there's a zillion more, but um, but I'm gonna go with that for right now, yeah okay, yeah, I mean,
0: but that's great i mean these these artists you know they they obviously you know have a sound that you prefer. And a sound that Mm -hmm. you like. I mean, these are are mainstream artists that everybody kind of gravitates to. I mean, I think Bruno Mars has made at least one song. I think the thing about Bruno Mars, he makes simple music sound amazing. If I had Mm. to say, like, you know, that's 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 the best way. way. Yeah, that's the best way I can define him. Um, Mm -hmm. If you, you know, if you listen to the songs he's made so far, I mean, the first thing that pops in your head is, like, wow, like, he made something sound so simple in words, but there's so much passion and the kind of chords and the and the musical choices he makes are just great it was right. and like John Legend. John Legend's mm-hmm. first biggest hit was simple it
1: you sure know what I'm saying
0: it was a simple yeah. song, but it meant but it was so so real you know what I'm saying it was mm-hmm. definitely real
1: mm-hmm.
0: now you've modeling acting music, you know raising a family, mm-hmm. as a person that has so much going on, like how the, how have you found peace being an artist? Because I think sometimes with artists, like a lot of times, they don't always find peace because they're always like searching and searching for the head or, you know, the, the grind of Hollywood, the grind of just being creative. Like how have you found balance in like raising a family and doing all these great things and stuff like that? Because obviously – you know, you've you've been able to, you know, just sustain yourself to a degree as far as where you are now, which is great. And some yeah. people burn out. You hear different things. I mean, just how have you been able to pull away at different moments and just kind of downshift and, you know, when to upshift, so to speak, and be like, you know what, you know, this is what I mean. Like, how do you find peace within yourself as far as being you know, okay? I
1: will say that um, I've had a lot of ups and downs. To come to a point where I know what is important for me, like I know what my priorities are um, so you know, I keep God first and my, and then my family you know, I got to take care, I got to make sure I'm healthy for the kids and um, um, if mommy's happy the whole house is happy so I think that people and relationships are the most people <laughs> People and relationships are the most important, the most important thing. And so, you know, just just keep that that part together, and uh, and then I think that the rest balances out because money is needed. However, you know it's it's about it's about family and what's best for family. What you know, that has to be the top priority. You know, as as. You know, I I got to know that that taking care of them and doing what's right by them, that the rest will get taken care of. The business, if I keep my head on straight. The business is going to get ta- get taken care of, and the you know the the finances will keep coming. That I just got to be true to myself as far as who I want to be and what I want to be. And so I got to let the talents that God put inside of me. Just you know, I got to let them got to let them fly. I can't. You know, corner myself into a job that doesn't feed me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just, What's a, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's just about balance and and figuring out what what priorities what my priorities are. That's how it works. Gotcha. Yeah. What's some of the best advice
0: you receive from you know from like kind of like a high level Hollywood person, whether then. Will Smith or Steve Harvey? Like, what's what's some of the best advice you know that, or not some of the best, but just what's some good advice you receive that you would like to share with the audience? Because you know we got different people listening—indie artists, executives, yeah. different people. What's some of the best advice you receive as far as just that was really good that you just said, you know what, that makes a lot of sense,
1: mm-hmm. and it stuck
0: with you to this day. Like, like what's what's been yep. what's been that?
1: One line, to thine own self be true. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's it. Whenever I start getting a little bit off, to thine own self be true.
0: So basically in a nutshell, right, so nutshell, as people say today, you just keeping it 100, just keeping it honest with yourself.
1: That's right. You got to be you. You can't be anybody else. You're, you know, that's it
0: right can't be you you gotta be, it, it well you can only be you exactly I feel that's you, right
1: absolutely. you have no choice
0: <laughs> gotta be yeah. you one hundred percent can't be anybody mm-hmm. else I got you on that, and that's and, and that's real you know that's 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 really you know what I'm saying um really I guess it, some people might say it's cliche, but it's so important because I think. Once you, if you always find, if you always keeping a tight hold of your identity, it's hard for mm-hmm. people to 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 help you change your identity. Sometimes artists, yeah. you know, change their own identity uh, too too far. You know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing more than enhancing yourself, or you don't want to change. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's yourself, and if you're around, you
1: you're around people. I said, if you're around people that you have to water yourself down around, you, you need to not be around those people. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, because mm-hmm.
0: anytime you have to dilute, you know, the substance of who you are, obviously mm-hmm. you're taking something away from it, and you're going to lose your mm-hmm. balance. So I think that's been one of the good things about, about you. I mean, just listening to you on the phone, You know everything, and I know there's been moments where you felt ungrounded. There's been moments where you felt like, you know, I don't want to do this. Or there's been moments where you felt like, you know, you know, can I maintain a successful career? Because everybody has that cloud of doubt that comes over them at some point. You know, yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all going to be those moments. Um, As far as as far as your foundation, um, being as, as a child. How has your childhood helped you? Because, you know, like, when you get older, people always think that, like, um, you know, well, I'm 30 years old. But your childhood has a big effect on how you live your life. How has your childhood helped you to even keep grounded and stay, you know, and, and to keep your feet on the ground as it pertains to this process?
1: Well, I will say that... um my mother is a, is would be would be my inspiration because she was a single parent and she had her two girls raising them and she did an amazing job so i i really thank her and i'm grateful to her for being an excellent example to me you know she did what she had to do and you know she made it happen you know she made it possible for me to even be here at this stage in my life. So um I would say that that watching her grow up and, and having her as as my my role model, I think that really helped me tremendously.
0: That's very important mm-hmm. because obviously that's still that will always have a great effect on you. It's had a great effect on you and it's still helping you mm-hmm. to this day. So that's good. I mean anytime, you know, that you have um great parents um, and that's one thing that's always priceless is, you know, the sacrifice of a parent or the sacrifice right. of parent, you know, yeah. because, um, because they were helping you back in the day, you know, before you were able to manage your own career, so to speak, you know.
1: Yep, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: guiding you and to have you now raise your own family. I'm sure that you inject some of those same principles and values into, you know, your children that you have now, you know.
1: For sure. You're right about that. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, it was good. So from a music perspective right now, um, are you going to be releasing any more singles in the next, you know, I guess, you know, couple of months or this year? I mean, like, what's the, I guess like what's kinda of like the rollout situation for your music? Like you gonna be releasing more music in the next couple of months? Um
1: I'm still kind of weighing I'm still kind of weighing that out. Like if I wanna um I to see like when the whole project will be done as opposed to um maybe putting out another single right now. So I'm just kind of we're just kind of, you know, at the table about that. Um Okay. Yeah. Um, at the table. Okay. Now you. Now, as far
0: as um, I'm sure you probably get, you know, like requests to do plays and stuff like that. Like, um, will you be doing any plays this year, next year? I mean, how do you feel about being in a play? I know, like a lot of um, music people are always in plays all the time. I mean, I've seen from Morris Chestnut to. You know boys coach, I've seen them. so like how do you feel about being in plays and so and and would you do a play, and do you have thoughts and and, and do you have any plays coming up
1: if you do well, i don't have I don't have any plays coming up, but I am open to it, you know, um there's some good some good playwrights out there, so if if something comes across my way that that I'm connected to for sure, I'll do it Yeah, I think i love go- I love going to see plays I love going to the theater So that'll be real cool.
0: Mhm. Yeah, because um, you know, because uh, I can um, I can definitely see you being, you know, doing your play thing, because you know, obviously, you know, and by the way, if I haven't said it all, I've I've seen you in acting. It's great. Um, Steve oh, Harvey episodes. You. you know, I told you before we even started the whole Jamie Foxx thing, popping collars episodes, crazy. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was hilarious. Okay. Thank you. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you know, it's just it is one of those things. So you know, you've you know, you've done some things. I mean, and I guess the biggest thing about you, from from just seeing you on TV, I obviously I've never met you, you know, in person. Mm-hmm. But even when you came on a Jamie Fox show, when you walked in, you know, everybody walks in through the through the hotel. It's just like mm-hmm. you know, there's a certain. Some people have a look that commands attention. You have one of those looks because. It's not about how pretty you are. It's more so about your aura. So oh, like, thank just, you. Yeah, you know, just the aura is you know which is right. You know we. You know, so that's a good. Thing. Oh, I appreciate
1: that.
0: Thank you. So so so, so you yeah, got great aura. Oh, now the music right now is available on iTunes. Is available where else? Mm-hmm. Spotify, Beast Music is available all over.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. all the the digital outlets. Go get it. Right. Go get them.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And it's called Go Get Them.
1: Yep. Go get them.
0: Okay. And it's called um, Go Get Now, are you going to shoot any visuals, like, for the singles?
1: Um, am I going to shoot a video? I don't. I I think so. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to talk about that. I thought about that. I thought about that. You have a good idea for it? I'm taking concepts.
0: <laughs> well, I think...
1: <laughs> no? Yeah.
0: I, I, do have, I do have a comment. I'm about to tell you now. I just, What's you know, just don't okay. forget. Just don't forget okay. about it. Just don't forget about Renegade Revolt. Be ready for the moment. I think conceptually, okay. I think because of what, the thing behind a song, I think, okay. you know, people would love to see you like in a relationship type setting. Okay. I think okay. even getting advice from like a like a I think even getting advice from like a therapist or something, I think that'd be cool. Oh,
1: okay. Like in the in in the office I'm laying on the couch and I'm filling my yeah, feeling my
0: heart out. I think that'd be real, I think that'd be real cool. Yep. Cause it's okay. about I think that'd be cool having like and then okay. you know, having like a and then you know, having like a male therapist or something.
1: Oh, um you know, I think that'd be cool. Uh-huh. That
0: something. And then, you know, toward the end of the video y'all go to Starbucks or something, y'all start talking and walking. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll be cool.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. You
0: know, kind I of change did. it up a little bit. Uh,
1: uh-huh. Because you know,
0: you gotta realize one thing about you. You're you're you've always done things kinda of on the sophisticated, classy, sexy side. So I think you should stick Thank with you. that. You know, okay. I, I you know, I would stick with that. But you know, I think that'd be a good way to kinda of like, you know, open up the a video like that, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, talking to them okay. telling you situation and stuff like that. And when you're talking to them and telling situation, then everybody switches up. I think that would be good.
1: Okay, thank you. I had not thought about that, but but that's kind of cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> it's cool, but it's different, though. That's a great thing. because imagery still, yes. Yeah, imagery, because nobody's really done that in a long time from a therapy perspective. Everybody kind of does the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. everybody kind of does the same thing. So I think it would be good if you, like, have, like, a therapist-type situation and, you know, show you doing something, you know, even walking down Venice Beach, just doing something natural, you know, yeah. people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Having a good time, mm-hmm. then being depressed and up, upbeat again, show you going mm-hmm. back to a session again, stuff like okay. that. Okay. You know? <laughs> so, you know, I don't want to give too much away.
1: Mom, okay. Well, you, I, you, you just – you. You
0: can write out the treatment um, and then, you know, send it to me. Yeah, right, treatment. We're ready. Exactly, you know. We'll get with your management. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> so um, last couple of points I want to cover. Now, Um, it's 2015, and, you know, obviously, you, you know, you're starting the year off it's this first quarter the right way. Um, What's, I, I guess what I could say, what's maybe two or three things you definitely wanna do differently in two thousand fifteen as far as your career? What's some things that maybe you haven't now that that you want to do five years ago or ten years ago that you did that you definitely gonna do this year? Like what's what's something that people can just say, I'm gonna say yeah, what's 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 two or three things that you definitely gonna do this year differently than you didn't than you didn't do last year? Um,
1: okay. I think I definitely I definitely wanna write more. I definitely gotta write more and um and get uh get that out there. And um yeah some, like I, I I would love to to get into children's children's books as well. So definitely get on the screen please, writing those, writing more and more, 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 more songs and writing with different people, different producers. Mm-hmm. and uh and books, so I think um yeah i think I think the writing, I think I really want to focus on that as, as, as the other machine is going, you know what I mean, as everything else is going, I think the writing good. in there too, yeah, mhm, that's good for so the
0: writings, so more so writing is for maybe um even books, how about books,
1: oh, oh yeah. For so sure, definitely books. And then also more performing. So we're, we're working on that right now.
0: hmm <laughs> Good. Well, writing, acting, modeling, parent, um, being, you know, um, being like a motivator. I call you like a rebel motivator, so to speak, you know, because mm. I think that, you know, I think that you've, you know, you changed the game back then, and I feel like I feel like even now you can do it again. Because I think people, because you're one of the rare positive stories when it comes to, because you don't, there's not like a lot of crazy stuff like that about you. You know what I'm saying? Some people, mm-hmm. they go through so much. It seems like you have taken a very calculated path to where you want to go, and that's commendable, first of all, um, to some of the choices that you made and stuff like that. So, you know, I just. I want to tell you that personally, and um, Thank you. we're gonna keep supporting you on social media every single
1: Thank day. You
0: so much. Um, okay. I, spo- <laughs> I sponsor for the night. Hair by Shaylin. Um, she wants to definitely send you some hair. She is one of the Ooh. largest uh, human hair distribution companies um, in the uh, northeast area. She's out of Chicago. Um, her website right. is hair by Shay. Yeah, her website is hair h a i r b y. C H E L Y N N dot com. Um, she is an extraordinary person. She has a media company now. Um, she's branching out to an online magazine. She has a brand ambassador program, so uh, you know, I talked to her, I said, Look, we're gonna have Miss Crutchfield on the show. She was excited, so she knows of your work and she said, Listen, I wanna send us a test. I said, No problem. Thank you. I said, So, you know, Thank definitely you. so we're excited about that and um, you know, definitely uh we'll get your shipping coordinates from your uh, management and everything like that. And we're going to continue to mm-hmm. grind and, and help build out and do what we can on your social media side. And definitely want to okay. see some new Instagram videos. This <laughs> is definitely for <Okay>. sure. <laughs> definitely yeah. And check out, and listen, check out Hangwith. Hangwith is a is a huge company. It's a free um streaming app, um, 50 Cent, 10 million. They actually invested into the company. They have over – they they've reached two point eight million users now. But you can actually just it think of it as visual hang Twitter.
1: What hang, is it? With.
0: Not hang with. hang, hang with. Hang with. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, um, you can download it right okay. on your phone, iTunes that. Um ASAP okay. Rock is on, yeah, ASAP Rock is on there. Everybody, John Sally, uh-huh. everybody's on there. Um uh, Jermaine DeCree. Basically uh-huh. it's your visual Twitter. Basically um okay. it's your visual Twitter. So you know, and it's great for promotional things that you're gonna be doing. So, it's big things cool. coming out. Go get 'em as a single. It's available on iTunes mm-hmm. now. When you say go get 'em, that's G O what? G O G E T E M. That's right. Go right. get 'em. Go get 'em, Shereen Crutchfield. And you want to give the audience your Instagram and Twitter handle again?
1: Mhm. It's Shereen Crush, So, at S H I R E E N. C-R-U-T-C-H, at Shireen Crutch.
0: Okay, Shireen Crutch. That's her Twitter handle and Instagram. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Be Ready for the Moment podcast. Tonight's show was sponsored by Moreno, B-H-L-V, the number one sparkling wine right now. Check it out. That is Drummer Boy Fresh's. Uh, he's one of the owners in that company. It's a great sparkling wine. Also, tonight's show is sponsored by Hair by Shaylin, Lynn, one of the top fastest growing human hair distribution companies in North America. I want to shout out to everybody listening tonight, Jose Santana from IM Studios. I want to shout out uh, Pamela Brown Management um, and also her whole team out of Chicago. I also want to shout out BAM Entertainment as well. I want to thank Miss Crushville for her time tonight. I want to say personally that your work is phenomenal. Your resume is crazy, and we want to have you on again. <laughs> Thank you. And,
1: I and, love uh
0: it Yeah, we'll have you on again. And, uh, you know, different opportunities that definitely um, we'll get with your management about that, you know, just different things that we want to do with you. But it's an honor and privilege mm. to uh, interview you tonight, and we're so honored to have somebody that has a, a positive path that they've always been on. And you've made so many, you know, you helped so many people just along the way. So, anyway, All glad right. to speak thank with you tonight. You. And um, you so like much. I said before, yeah, and we're going to constantly keep promoting you out. So thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you, management team as well. And um, this is uh, Jay Wright signing off, people.
1: Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, we're off the air. <laughs> yeah, thank you so okay. much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: No, thank you. You were great tonight. You, you, you really did a great job. You, it was awesome. I mean, you, but you're classy though. That's a great thing about you. You're super classy, so I wasn't expecting none of that. And you're super professional. And you're easy oh, to talk
1: to. Oh, good. I appreciate that.
0: Definitely <laughs> no problem. So uh, I'm gonna have okay. the team email over uh, Miss George just a couple of things that we want to do with you and just get in okay. and, then, and, then like, and then, like, we'll just wait for your feedback.
1: Okay, cool. Thank All you. Right. It care. was really good no to see you. No You too. Bye-bye.